How quick do the weeks fly by this time of year? Well, it seems like just yesterday, or maybe two days ago. I was talking about Saints and Pan- Oh, wait, that was two days. No, it was three days. Two days ago. Uh, my week's all screwed up. You know, when the Saints play on Monday night, it really screws up my week. You know I have trouble doing math. I have no idea how many days are in this week. I mean, it's supposed to be seven, but it never works out that way. I'm all messed up, but my picks won't be messed up, and neither will Uncle Big Nick's, and they're coming up next, week three of the NFL football season, week four for college football. You're going to win some money if you just listen to the next 40 minutes of the show, I promise, on Datitude. If you're looking for the latest scoop and in-depth interviews on the Saints, the NFL, the Pelicans, LSU, along with the best bets of the week, then lucky you. Along with high-powered, in-the-know guests who cover our teams, Jim Derry brings plenty of datitude. And he'll always tell you the way it is, or at least the way he thinks it is. Where you at, New Orleans? And hello to my friends elsewhere who are just pumped up about the pick show this week. You should be. You know, if you listened to last week, if you listened to both me and Uncle Big Nick, or Uncle Big Nick and I, I'm sorry, then uh, you, you had a pretty good week. I was 4-1 and one in my best bets. Uncle Big Nick was 3-2. and two. Even a rocket scientist can tell you that that is 70%, baby. You're doing 70% against the spread, you are winning some money. And that's what we're going to try to do for you here today. Again, on Datitude, episode number 169 for a Thursday, September the 21st, 2023. I am Jim Derry, sports betting writer at the Times Picayune, the advocate at bet.nola.com. And we have a betting show once every week during football season, and today is it. Um... And I know a lot of people like to listen whether they bet or not. They go and check out the line. I never understood that, I guess. I mean, I don't know. I did it when I, long before I bet, I guess. So I did it too. Even, so I say I, never under, I don't understand it, but obviously there's a reason because I did it. But you go check out the line. You want to know what the people who know what they're talking about think about the upcoming game. And then you learn when you start betting that that's not necessarily with the people who know what they're talking about, think. Because the line is set based off of power ratings um, and the like, and it fluctuates depending on whatever the people who know what they're talking about think. So that's what you really should learn. And, you know, I didn't know that until I started betting. I just said, okay, the line's whatever. Saints are plus two this week against the Packers. That's the real line, by the way. The Saints are two-point underdogs at Green Bay. So the people think the... Odds makers have the Packers and Saints basically even uh, in their power ratings because you get an extra two to three points depending on if you're home or away. So, in other words, judging by this line, if this game were being played in the Caesars Superdome, the Saints would be anywhere from a two to a three-point favorite. So, in power ratings, the Saints are probably just a tinge, like, and I mean a tick mark, ahead of the Packers. If I had to guess in the, in the hierarchy, the Saints are probably somewhere number 12 or number 13 in the NFL, and the Packers are ranked like one spot or two spots below them. That's, that's what that line tells me. Again, you get points for being at home. This tells me that the spread would be either even or the Saints a very minuscule favorite on a neutral site. There you go. Gambling 101. Sports betting 101 here on the Datitude Podcast. But... We are going to make our best bets in just a moment. Uncle Big Nick will be along. We had our longest segment maybe ever. And it, we don't have a time limit. We don't put a timer. Sometimes we go 17, 18 minutes. Sometimes we go 30 minutes. Like last week, I think we went 30 minutes. Today, we went 40. And it just kind of flowed because we had some interesting picks. Uncle Big Nick, who picks probably 80% of his picks are college, and I would say 98% of mine are NFL. We joke about staying in our lanes because we do better when, when we stay in our lanes. Um, he's got one pro pick, but his three of his four college picks are the most, um, let's see, what's the right word? The most uh, trafficked games of the week. They will be the most watched games of the week. They're the, one, the games that everybody's talking about this week. 
So you can bet, and as you see in the headline here, um, Coach Prime is in the picks. Nick Saban is in the picks. And the other one is uh, Florida State and Clemson. So he's got three high-profile games in his picks. And I like that. You know, those are the games that people don't, don't want to bet on, I don't know, Morgan State and UAB. Although we do mention UAB in the, in the picks. It's not a best bet, but it, they get mentioned. They're playing Rice this week. Trent Dilfer is the coach of Alabama-Birmingham, in case you didn't, do, didn't know that. Super Bowl winning quarterback Trent Dilfer. Uh, if so, if you were wondering why he's not on ESPN anymore, it's because he's coaching the UAB Blazers. There you go. But uh, we have fun with our picks. My All five of mine, again, are NFL, and they're the same picks that I made in my NFL picks column. If you didn't check them out, I do. I have my five best bets of the week, and then I have I pick all the other games. And you can find them all on bet.nola.com. And they're the same picks that I'll be making later on Bayou Bets. Uh, we'll be having our big bucks segment uh, this afternoon with new sports betting director uh, Thomas Casali will be uh, my co-host. And then Spencer the Guru, Urquhart, and Gabe Henderson will come on and make their picks. That's coming up this afternoon on all of our NOLA.com and bet.NOLA.com social media channels. We need to make a podcast out of that show. Um, this show, you know we go live on Fridays. Tomorrow, Larry Holder will be on here. And we'll talk about the uh, give a Saints-Packers preview and spend half the show on Saints-Packers and half the show on the NFL Week 3. Not just making predictions, but you know, storylines and, and such. Uh, and I'll ask Larry what he thinks about a few things. But uh, that's going to be fun. Looking forward to that. But I enjoy the Bayou Bet Show. We need to make a podcast out of that because this podcast obviously has done okay. You're still listening. I haven't completely pissed you off yet, but uh, we'll see. Maybe today's the day. Who knows? All right, time to get to Uncle Big Nick. We have a, uh, a little segment in there towards the end. It's not really an official segment. But I think it's something I'm going to start, and it's going to be bleep, my son says. Uh, today I'll just use the word stuff because I don't have the bleeper ready. Stuff, my son says. 25 years old. I, when I'm 20, when, when I, well, not when I'm 25. I guess that would have to be in my next life. But I wish I knew as much at 25 as this boy knows. It is, it is insane how much this kid knows, especially about football. And you, you should see the text. They're hilarious. Um, I don't want to spoil, I don't want to give anything away, so I want you to listen to the entire segment coming up with Big, Uncle Big Nick. But it, I'm not joking. I'm, I really think I'm going to start having a, a segment at least once a week. I mean, we do three shows a week, so I'm going to find time to fit it in. Maybe I'll do it in, in Friday's monologue. Um, just stuff, and I put stuff in, in air quotes, Stuff my son says. It's just mind-boggling. Speaking of mind-boggling, Uncle Big Nick's picks. Here we go. Uncle Big Nick, can we make some picks today? Mom, can we please? She actually wants to make picks with you today because, I mean... You finally won. I mean, last the first week, you, you're like people were like, what is this stupid ass show? It's a good thing one of them like picks picks right. The other one, one in four. What the hell is that? Yeah, I mean, it's a good thing we don't have a huge Twitter following. I'm not getting death threats or anything. Not yet. So not yet. I mean, well, I mean, I do have a bone to pick with you. I mean, we're talking before we go on the air, and I'm finding out. You don't even like listen. You don't even. You have no idea what my picks are. You don't read my picks column. You don't look at anything. You didn't ask me what my picks are. But yet you listen to probably like sixty-four other people. I guarantee you, none of those idiots are eight and two over the first two weeks of the season. I do read your picks column, but it, like you said, it's yeah, you so read it many- on the toilet Sunday at eleven fifty-two in the morning. It's a shame how well you know me. But anyway, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> so. Well, no, I, I read your picks column as soon as they come out. And then, like you said, I listen to so much other stuff. It that, flushes right out. It, it flushes right out. But yeah. I do, I mean, was, was the pun intended to flush right out with the toilet thing? I think it was, actually. Okay. So, but I do go back and figure out what your 
like on the standalone games, like tonight's game, yeah. Sunday night's game, and the Monday night games to make okay. my DFS lineups. I go back and read your column to see how you think the game's going to go, and that's how I make my lineup. All right, well, I only have one. Uh, the interesting thing of what you just said is I only have one standalone game. Well, it's not even really a standalone game because Monday night isn't a standalone this, this week, yeah, just it's like last week. Again. But the thing about that is we're going head-to-head. It's our first head-to-head of the year. You don't even pick a lot of NFL games. Yeah, you pretty the much, one I pick. <laughs> yeah, you pretty much stay in your lane, bro. Um, so uh, because we've been through this before, you, you do well at, at college football. I do well at NFL. We both pretty much do well staying in our lane. But you're, you've got one you're going out of your lane, and it just so happens that not only is it against me, it's in the same spot as I have mine, which I didn't notice until we were about to go in the air. So there it is. So let's get, without any further ado, let's get into our picks. We'll review last week again. Three and two last week, you were right on Buffalo minus nine and a half over Vegas. Uh, so you didn't stay in your lane for that one. Uh, Penn State minus 14 and a half over Illinois. Uh, Colorado State plus 22 in Colorado. Man, you had that one. You were wanting to change your pick and you ended up getting it right. You missed on the Baltimore Cindy Cincy under 46 and a half. That was kind of a weird game. Florida State first half minus 14 and a half over Boston College. All right, I was God, that had me so mad. <laughs> I was a I was a quarter off because they came out in the third quarter and just scored three straight touchdowns and went up 31 to 10. I was like, oh okay. Yeah, but then they still had to hang on for dear life, so it ended up being okay. well. It 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 played out like I thought it was going to play out. They went up big and then just sat on the ball. It was like, well, we're just going to wait for Clemson next week. And then they were like, oh, well, Boston College is coming back. Now we got to do something to win. You know, it just, it played out like I thought. It just was a quarter late. Yeah, well, maybe you'll, you'll be spot on this week, we hope. You are four and six overall, your overall record. Uh, tell whoever it is that we got, we got best bets going on. They can't wait. I mean, they can wait a minute. You are four and six overall, minus 52 for the season, but you were plus 16 this past week. Okay. I was 4-1 and one last week, plus 47 for the week, plus 90 overall. I got Baltimore plus 3.5 Cincy right. Arizona plus 5.5 over the Giants right. Seattle at Detroit over 47. That was like stealing. Got that right. Should have made that my best bet. And then my teaser, that one hit. You know, if you teased the New England-Miami game, you won no matter how you teased it. New England with the teaser won and Miami with the teaser won, the over and the under hit. So no matter if you... But Vegas lost them. This is why they're trying to get away from teasers because they're probably losing their asses for people who know what they're doing. Yeah. If you, if you played it right, I mean, if you did it any kind of teaser on Sunday night, you won. And then the one I lost, Chicago, the Chicago Bears are now dead to me, uh, plus three over Tampa Bay. I will not pick Chicago. If I pick Chicago again on the show, you have permission to completely disregard my pick. How about that? I do that anyway. Obviously, we established that in the beginning. We, we went through that. <laughs> yeah. We're clear on that. So, with that being full said, disclosure, I'm at work, so I can't stop the phone from ringing. And that oh, was the okay. fax line that just rang. I'm in the fax machine office. So, people use faxes. People still use faxes. It's insane. Yes. I didn't even know they had a fax machine. So, anymore. for that to ring, it only rings like twice a week. Of course, <laughs> it's a ring now. And it rings as soon as we're going <laughs> to yeah. record the show. Uh, by the way, you can see snippets from here on out. Um, if you want to see us, our two ugly mugs, I mean, because we are ugly. I don't know. I got a pretty nice jersey on today. We are ugly, and not only are we ugly, but Uncle Big Nick is wearing, like, one of the most ugliest jerseys you could possibly wear. Neither one of us has a pick on tonight's game, like, not in our best bets. I mean, I'll tell you what I think is going to happen if you want to know. But Uncle Big Nick's wearing his black 49ers jersey. That's the really meets a Montana jersey. Does that help at all? All right, before we get into our picks, this is for zero dollars and it doesn't count against your record. But are the are the Niners going to? They're minus ten and a half tonight against the New York Football Giants. Who do you like? I I think the Giants can cover this game. Yeah, I mean, I think they cover as well. But that, but our buddies that we listen to, they like did an alternate spread of 49ers minus thirteen and a half for the night. Here's a stat for you. Game parlay. Here's a stat for you, and this is probably why they like that. And I don't usually go against trends. I didn't know this trend before I made my pick, but it's not one of my best bets, so I don't care as much. But since since uh, 1970, uh, the and I heard this on Boomer and Geo this morning, so I give them full credit. Since 1970, teams that are a double-digit favorite on a Thursday, whether it be a Thanksgiving game or a Thursday night game or whatever, 
are 40 and 4 straight up. It's only having four. So there you go. You can use your knockout pick tonight. And I will definitely use at least one of my knockout picks on San Francisco. Um, but again, and against the spread, against the spread, they are 27 and 17, I believe. Since since 2015, they are 13 and 0 straight up, and eight and five against the spread. The double-digit favorites. So needless to say, on a short week. But the reason why I do like uh, the Giants this week is because they have decided to stay out west uh, after they came back and beat Arizona last week. I think that gives them momentum. I know they're out without Saquon Barkley. They're without their left tackle, but I don't know. That's too many points. I think San Francisco, off their short week, they're going to be a little cocky. I think they'll find a way to win, but I think it's going to be closer and, than people think. I mean, if Shanahan talked about getting a lot of Mitchell the ball more this week, because they kind of wear down CMC, so yeah. I hope I hope he kind of spreads that out, and then also well, I got Ayuk, CMC and, Ayuk's and banged, fantasy banged out, so they might sit Ayuk too. Well, I have CMC in fantasy, and I just lost Nick Chubb for the season in both my leagues, so that just goes to show how that aspect of and my you beat me about one point this week. Oh, one point's better than no points. Yes, I know. All right, let's get on to our picks. People have been waiting. Eight minutes. They've been very patient. All right, we're gonna start off. Uh, we're gonna go from. We're gonna go. For, we're gonna. I don't know what we're doing from best to worst, but we're we're changing it up. I think we were going worst to first. We're gonna pick from one to five. We're gonna give you our best bet first. That way, if you lose your patience with us and you say these two guys are morons, at least you have our best bet before you click off of us. I'm gonna let you go first. Your best bet. Staying in your lane, bro. College football. Yeah, I'm taking Utah minus four and a half. I love this Utah team, especially at home. They play in a true freshman quarterback with UCLA. UCLA beat Utah, kind of kept them out of the playoff last year. So I think it's a revenge spot for them. Rising may come back, and I don't know if he's playing or not. But either way, this defense, I think, can shut down UCLA's offense. And I'm not going to trust a true freshman on the road in Utah. I'm just, I just love the spot here for Utah. Um, Pac-12 football, I pretty much stay away from. Uh, every now and then, if you give me a tip, I'll play it if I'm bored. Uh, so I have no, I don't, I neither endorse nor uh, reject this pick. So I'm going to trust Uncle Big Nick. It's his $33 pick. Uh, by the way, what's the funny room, is you say saying in my lane, my my little cousin that gave me the Uncle Big Nick name, he's been texting me about picks, and okay. I gave him like five picks for Saturday. He throws like 10, 15 bucks on it. And so I was he four said. And, yeah, I was four and one Saturday. And oh, then so now he loves you. Yeah, Sunday morning he's like, Hey, what you got for today? And I picked NFL games and I went like two and four. And he's like, well give him uh, my picks. You he can... said Saturday was a lot better. I said, Well, you're gonna find that Saturday's a lot better for me, yes. Sunday you can you can just pretend like they're my I don't care if you like plagiarize my picks. Well he listens to this, so he should be listening okay, to you. Well there you go. Then he'll he'll know on his own. Okay, by the way, we uh, our max for the week combined is $100 or a variation of $100. What I say by that is, I mean, you can go over 100 like if you're going juice-wise. So it takes $33 to win 30 Therefore, that only counts as a $30 bet. But it is $33 to win 30 for Uncle Big Nick. I have a similar, I have to pay juice on my number one bet. I moved my teaser back into the number one slot. I lost it the first week. I won my teaser last last week. I was really good on teasers last year, so we're going to go with a teaser this week in, in rule in week number three. Um, it's the Buffalo Bills, basically needing just to win. They're minus a half a point, even though our our friend, I'm not going to even mention his name because he hasn't been as great lately. But there's a guy that that Nick and I both listen to. He says never tease when it's a half a point. You got to you got to buy the extra half. I'm not buying the extra half a point. I'm going to stay Buffalo minus a half a point over Washington and Baltimore. This line dropped to seven and a half. So Baltimore minus one and a half over Indy. And if you're new to betting and you don't understand what a teaser is, you basically it's like a parlay, but you get a gift of six points for each pick. Um, and but the key is you have to win both and it costs you 12. If you bet twelve dollars. You have to bet $12 to win 10, but you have to win both. So I'm getting a gift of six points on both of these games. Buffalo goes from minus six and a half to minus a half. Baltimore goes from minus seven and a half to minus one and a half. I've got to win both of them to win, and it costs me $36 to win 30. 
Look, I, I think Buffalo is is a gift. Um, Washington is a complete mirage. They're 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 not a two and zero kind of team. They're not good. Sam Howell is not an NFL quarterback. I don't care what anyone says. You can tell me I'm wrong later. And I think their defense, which is for them to be even average, is going to have to be in the top six or seven. And I don't see that. So I think they got lucky to win last week. Um, and I think they're going to still a six or seven win team this year. Yeah, I like the I like the Buffalo thing. Um, I, I think Washington give them a game. Is that in Washington or is it in Buffalo? It is in Washington. Yeah. Yeah, Buffalo's I think Washington give them, a game, give them a game at home. The Baltimore thing, I, I kind of like. I like Indy more if Minshew plays. I I agree that Indy's better if Minshew plays, and he's probably going to play. But I still think the Ravens are. They look focused and on a mission. Yeah, Lamar looks really good with the new offense. Like he's completing seventy-something percent of his passes right now. He's got real weapons now. Yeah, he's got real people to throw to. I mean, Beckham's kind of hurt, but he's kind of always hurt. I mean, so yeah, he's still got Rashad Bateman, and I mean, but I'd Martin rather trust Minshew not... throwing the ball down the field against Baltimore's D than Richardson. You know. Yeah, and I'm not I'm not keen on uh, Indy's defense either. They they played right. better than they probably are, but they played Houston last week. So I mean, how much are we trust in that? All right, so there you go. There's my number one pick teaser. Buffalo minus a half over Washington. Baltimore minus one and a half over Indy. For you, you've got an interesting pick this week. One of the uh, premier games. In fact, maybe the premier game of the week. You've got a team. You're picking a team I, I have said since before the season began, I think can win the national championship. And actually now, I think they're the favorite to win the national championship. In Jim Derry's book. Go ahead. I think this game's huge for FSU. FSU versus Clemson. They only given two and a half. I mean, on the road, though. On the road. I mean, but I, this Clemson team is not the same Clemson team of three years ago. Right. You know, they're not that good. And Jordan Travis is a little banged up, but I don't think there's any way he misses this game. And I just think there's too much firepower on Florida State's team for Clemson to keep up. Their defense is not the same without Venable. Um, we see what Duke did to this team. And I think FSU has a better, you know, athletes than Duke does on football. Yeah. I'm just going to throw that out there. It's just, I could see this game as an over also because yeah. all of FSU's games this year is going over and Clemson doesn't have that stout defense. I just, I'm worried about Clemson's offense putting up enough points to get the over. So that's yeah. why I'm just taking FSU minus two and a half. I know FSU had the, the scare last week, but like I said, I just think they were looking ahead to where, I mean, they didn't care about Boston College. They just... As soon as they got up ahead, it was like Clemson's next, you know? This is a $22 pick. I completely endorse it. Uh, I don't like that it's on the road, but you're not given the full field goal. Uh, you're getting that extra hook. If you take FSU, they only have to win by three or more. Um, I, I, I can't. I think Florida State is the best team in the country. I truly believe that. I think they're better than Georgia. I was not impressed by Georgia against South Carolina last week at all. I was I watched the beginning, and then I watched the end later, actually, uh, when I was at the gym. It, was, it happened to be on, and I watched the second half. And they came back, but, you know, it, it's interesting because Kirby didn't look concerned at all at any point, which I think is great for a team that's just so used to winning. But I just think Florida State's a better team. I think they're actually going to be fun to watch when they get towards the end of the season. And Keep an they, eye on Georgia this week because Kirby said after the game that he wants more explosive plays. He wants the team to play more explosive. I, I can see them blowing out whoever they play, and I don't even know who they play. I don't even know who they play either, but uh, you can look that up. Florida, that, that's how we go to our good. We that's how good we are on this show. Florida State minus two and a half over Clemson is Uncle Nick's, Nick's second pick for twenty-two bucks. Mine, my second pick is Carolina plus six over Seattle. This same slot last year, which was much later in the year, but our friend Zach Ewing won a hundred thousand dollars for people that remember. Um, Used to be my boss in the sports betting department. Now he is the Saints editor. Won a hundred grand when all of his fellow knockout competitors picked Seattle, which I think it was the exactly the same line. I think it was Seattle minus six at home against Carolina. This Carolina team has yet to play to its full potential. I know people are down on Bryce Young. I think it's a little bit skewed because the Saints defense, I think, is that good. Um, I don't know how good their offense is just yet because. You know, that's a whole different story. We're not going to get into Trevor Penning in this show, at least not today. Um, but I just think that uh, Carolina's going to play much better. I think it's going to be a lower-scoring game. 
Uh, unlike last week, Seattle's craziness against Detroit, we, we predicted that. Um, and I just don't think Seattle's defense is, is that great. And I think it could be Bryce Young's first good game of the year. And Kenneth Walker uh, for Seattle could have a good game. But I think it's going to be a nip and tuck, back and forth kind of game. So we'll see what happens and see if uh, Miles Sanders can help the Panthers get their running game going. Yeah, I like that pick. I mean, I like I like Carolina's defense, even though Shaq Thompson's out. But I do like Carolina's defense to shut down Gino. I, didn't, I, I haven't been impressed with Gino no. at the end of last year or the beginning of this year. He's turned so back into I, Gino. Yeah, and, and – that that home field is not the home field when the Legion of Boom was there. No. That defense is not the same. I mean, I, I do like six points is a lot, so I do like that. All right, well, here we go. Here's our head-to-head. Week three. I'll uh, just... Georgia's playing the fighting Trent Dilfers this year. I mean, this week. So. Oh, really? The well, they got, didn't they get uh, smoked last week by, uh, they got smoked yeah. by somebody? Yeah, they went, they went bad beats because they came back and covered oh, at right. the end of the game. That's right. That's on a right. fourth down play. UAB. So but Georgia's playing UAB. UAB is running. I heard this somewhere. I, I remember thinking about the game now. They like 25 seconds of play. Like they're running a fast-paced offense. Yeah. That's not something you want to do against Georgia. You know, you don't want to no, give them more possessions. Yeah. Right. yeah. So that's, I can really see them getting blown up. All right, we're head-to-head in, in our third pick. Uh, you are, this is the only pick you're going out of your lane. You're taking an NFL game. It's a Monday night game. You like the Bucks money line plus one eighty five twenty dollars wins you thirty seven. I don't. Not, I hate this pick so much. I have Philly minus five over Tampa Bay. You want to talk about mirages? There are two two and O teams. Actually, three. I don't think Atlanta's a two and O team. But I, I, I'm trying not to let my bias affect what I think about Atlanta. So we'll wait and see. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt at the moment. But I think Tampa Bay and Washington. Are both teams are going to finish with a losing record, even though they have started 2-0? and um, Baker Mayfield is hot garbage. If you watched any of that game last week against Chicago, Chicago's defense is so bad. I mean, they are so bad that they basically just got gifts, and they were super lucky to, to cover because on the other side, uh, our boy Fields, who is like blaming his coaches now, just kind yeah. of threw it to the Bucks. Defensive line. Have you seen some of the film on him? Like receivers running wide open, and he has all awful. day to look at him. Exactly. <laughs> and they're like throwing their hands. Yeah, that's Mike Evans is like losing his mind right now. But anyway, so I digress. I think Tampa Bay is going to get smoked this week and go, come back down to earth. Uh, but for some reason, you think Tampa Bay is going to win this game? I don't look. I've been saying I think Dallas is the best team in the NFC East, and now and I said they were going to be the Super Bowl rep in the NFC. They might be the best team in football. Um, but that being said, I still think Philly's pretty darn good, and they certainly have one of the best offensive lines in football. What makes you think that Tampa Bay can get to Jalen Hurts? Because that's the only way they're going to win this game. I think Philly is so banged up on defense, I don't think they're going to cover the receivers. Baker and Mayfield's I, throwing to him. I, the fight in Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield thinks he's good. He and, does and think he's when, good. When he has the confidence and thinks he's good, he, yeah. He he plays good, and I think okay. he's going to be able to do it here. I, if I, if he doesn't make mistakes in the beginning, if he starts making mistakes in the beginning and gets in his own head, then he's done. But say he throws a couple of great passes in the beginning, first quarter, hits Mike Evans for a bomb, and he gets that cockiness. I think they can win this game. I think uh, I think that this is free money. I mean this this is yeah. I should have moved. This. Me too. I think it's free money. You think plus one eighty five is free money? Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, obviously you, you like it or you wouldn't have made it one of your best bets. So, but I, I just, I think that next week we're going to be talking and you're going to say, yeah, I should have stayed in my lane. And I'm going to say, you know, whatever. I mean, I, I just, I don't understand. This you're not going to say whatever. You're going to say a lot more. Than oh, that. you're right. I won't say whatever. I'll, I'll give you a bunch of crap. Anyway, those are our picks. Mine's 22. I had this as a $24 bet because that's what I had left. Uh, yeah, but you didn't really have that left. Because okay, gotcha. We'll, we'll talk about the rules later. All right. So 20 to win 37 for you, 22 to win 20 for me. You don't, you don't get the free 110. You only get 110 in the aspect of the juice. Gotcha. So if you're betting, okay. okay. I'm betting a bunny line, it don't count. Gotcha. Right, right, right. All right, so moving on, you're, you've got a parlay going on here, uh, and you're going back to college football. I find this an interesting bet. It is, we talked about one of the premier games. Well, here's the other premier game of the week. 
This is a weird line to me. You're parlaying Oregon minus 21 over Colorado. You were just all over hating on Coach Prime. Although you think there will be plenty of uh, points scored, seven and a half. This is a game I wouldn't touch because I don't know the impact of Travis Hunter not playing in this game. And I don't know if that's part of your analysis. We're going to find out in a second. But this game is so weird to me. I think it's one where either Colorado could win or they could have the hinges blown off the, the doors. I think either one could happen, which is why I would... I wouldn't play this game at all, but give me your reasoning. I find it interesting. Oh, uh, Colorado can't stop nobody on, okay. on defense. Now you, take away they, now you take away their best player, and they couldn't Shiloh stop Sanders? anybody with their best player. So You don't think Shallow Sanders is their best player? No, I think the def- I'm just best kidding. player I'm on kidding. defense. I I'm say kidding. best player on defense. No, I know, and I'm talking about the. I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm yeah. messing around that Shallow Sanders is their best player. But, I mean, Oregon – Oregon's going to kill this team. Okay. I think Oregon gets scored into the 60s. Here's and why. But, but there's one thing, though. I think I think your hate for Coach Prime is... No, it, I love Coach Prime. This is where you got me wrong. I love okay. Coach Prime. I love what he's doing. You keep picking against him. I'm picking against his team. I just I think it's overblown. I think, I think everything with him is overblown. Right. And I don't think Colorado is as good as everybody thinks they are. I don't, I, nec- don't I don't necessarily this disagree with that. This team was picked to win two, three and a half games. Yeah, but that's gone now. I mean, everybody I was wrong now. about that. I mean, if you got the over three and a half, you're easily going to win that bet. There's no, even when it went up to five or whatever, they're still going to win more than five games. They're going to be but in a bowl game. doesn't mean I think that they're going to beat Oregon in Oregon. But here's the thing, though. I think Oregon's overrated. What is so good about Oregon? Bo Nix? No. Bo Nix is not that great. Right. So what makes Oregon so good? I don't think that the Oregon of all. This is why if I had, if I were forced to pick a pick, make a pick, which obviously I'm not. I don't know. I think I've bet like a total of $50 completely all year in college football. And I'm not exaggerating. I think that's the total amount of money I bet in college football all year. But if I were forced to make a pick, I think I would take Colorado. And the, again, the reason why is not because I think, not because I necessarily disagree with you. And I do think Travis Hunter being gone is going to make a difference. But I just don't have any confidence in Oregon whatsoever. I think the Pac-12 is hot garbage, by the way. Um, really? I think they are hot garbage. I think wow. these guys, That's when they get to take. the... And look, and I think when they get to the postseason, as poorly as the SEC, this might be the worst SEC football season in yes, 25 years. That. It wow. really, it might be really the worst. I mean, pick a team in the SEC that you say, there's no way I want to play those guys. There isn't a single team in the SEC that scares the hell out of me. But at the same time, I take like, I think Florida would beat Oregon. I think Florida might beat USC, and I don't think Florida's Come any on. good. They're, they're, they're overrated. The Pac-12 overrated. They are overrated, but you you got to look at how they scored. I mean, Caleb Williams is freaking awesome. Caleb and Williams going to be the first pick you, in the draft. Utah already USC. beat Florida. You think Utah's not as good as USC? Actually, Utah I think is good because. The reason why I think Utah is good and the best team in the Pac-12 is because Utah is completely well-rounded and balanced. I don't love their offense, but you're not supposed to. They're so good on defense, I think that they can they translate to beat other teams. I, I'm I'm fascinated, I guess, by Utah because they're not a Pac-12 team at all. No, they're a SEC team playing in the Pac-12. Basically. Well, and they won't be in the Pac-12 next year. So right, nobody go. will. It's gonna be the Pac-2. <laughs> It's going to be the big, the big four, and soon to be the big three when we talk about yeah. conferences. Anyway, we digress on this game, but again, I find it fascinating, and I do. I, I actually like your over seventy and a half because, I mean, who knows that? To, I've already me, told the I've reason why I like seventy and a half is because I like. I think it could be like forty-eight to forty. No, I don't. I don't think Colorado's going to score that many points. I've already told my wife like Saturday. It's eleven hours in front of my four TVs. Like there's You're so many good eight games. O'clock? Yeah. Oh yeah. Wow. There's so many good games. So the, uh, Uncle Big Nick usually wakes up about 4 in the morning, and he goes to bed at like 7, 30, 8 o'clock. Yeah, but I, I don't go to the gym on Sundays till like 7, so oh, I get to sleep till oh, 6. Oh, not till 7. Get, yeah, I get to sleep in. Yeah, 7 o'clock, I'm still sleeping pretty much. <laughs> uh, well, I got to pick up. I got to bring my and the reason, to look, Back to this game, the reason why I'm parlaying it, because I, I think if Oregon is going to cover the 21, it's going to have to go over Okay. So, uh, and I think Oregon's well, going to cover the 21. You just said if, though. That's the prognosticator. When you're making a pick, you don't say if. You, you say, say when if. Oregon covers. You got to say if. Mm-hmm. I don't never I don't say, say when. It. It's like 
it's like saying we with the football team. I don't, I don't know, know, but if I'm say. listening to someone who's making a pick and they say, if I get this part right, then I'm then I'm completely disregarding everything. I'm just saying. So, yeah. All right. People disregard on, me anyway. So. On, on to my pick. Uh, no, I don't. I actually put money on No, I said people. Time. I didn't say you. Oh. I mean, I've made... I'll let people know. There's a reason why you're on the show. I've made significant money off of your college football picks throughout the years. So, I mean, yeah. you know, it is what it we is. We had that one bowl season run that was oh, insane. That's, <laughs> that, yeah, I'm, I'm still feeding off of that. Uh, my number four pick uh, also is a $22. By the way, your parlay is $22 to win $53. Uh, my $22 to win 20 pick is Tennessee... Cleveland under. I've been pretty good with the totals so far this year. Uh, in fact, uh, I've done well. I've done three of them, two of them are my best bets. Um, only one here on the show, but I like the Tennessee Cleveland under 39 and a half. I am focused on uh, this spread. By the way, is going to Cleveland minus three and a half, and I don't get it. The hate for Tennessee continues to boggle the mind. I it, love Tennessee this week. It. It just continues to boggle the mind. I, I don't understand why everybody hates Tennessee in the NFL. All the they're going to win that division. Jacksonville is overrated, and the other two two teams are just terrible. With or without uh, Anthony Richardson, the Colts are terrible, and they're going to prove that they're terrible. I think that Tennessee is is underrated. Um, Cleveland is going to have a kind of a even though I think. I still think they're going to win that division. I know it's going to be a lot harder without Nick Chubb. That was my preseason prediction. I'm not going to stray from it yet. Um, but without Nick Chubb, it's going to hurt. But I think they're going to have like an emotional emotional layoff, I guess, this week. Emotional hangover, uh, I guess. And I know they're getting Kareem Hunt. I don't even know if he's going to be ready to play this week or not. He knows the system, so he might be. But I think this is going to be a low-scoring, uh, punch-him-in-the-mouth kind of game. I, th- I think the winner of this game might end up with 17 points. Yeah, I could see that, definitely. But, I mean, Deshaun Watson's been terrible, but so is the Tennessee secondary. So if there's a game he's going to get right, it's going to be this one. So that kind of scares me a little bit. And the fact that Tennessee's offensive line has been so bad and Cleveland's defensive line is really good, that's another thing that scares me about picking this game as far as picking it, you know, any any sides. But But under, I do like but the re- one of the things you just mentioned, and I should have brought up in my analysis, they are going to force Cleveland to throw the football because they don't give up any rushing yards. They are the best rushing defense in the NFL. And now, without Nick Chubb, and Cleveland really is not going to be able to have a running game in this game unless it's Deshaun Watson himself. Um, forcing Deshaun Watson to throw the ball, when I think towards as we get further along in the year, I think he'll be fine. I think he's still rusty. But I think right now, forcing him to throw the ball is a good thing for Tennessee. I think Tennessee's going to win this game somewhere along the lines of 17 to 14 or somewhere along those, that, those lines. That's my that's Yeah, my I, could definitely, I could definitely see that. All right, our final pick of the week. You're going back to college football, and you're staying in the SEC. You've got three high-profile games in your picks. $11 to win 10, what you got? I kind of like picking games that I know I'm going to watch if yeah. I like the lines. Like, I... Full disclosure, I love Rice this week, minus two and Rice. a half. There is okay. no way I'm going to watch that game. Who are they so playing? I didn't want to give it up. They're playing USF. Okay. Come, USF's coming off that battle with Alabama. Right. Rice has been decent this year, and they're not terrible. Rice just Sam played the FCS Houston, team. The Sam Houston Institute of Technology, they could, not, could, they could not use their acronym, so they chose Rice for some unknown reason. Right. So it's just, I just love that it's minus two and a half. And okay. I think everybody's going to bet US, USF. But that's not your official did. fifth pick. That's not official. official. I'm just saying. I'm just throwing that's that out. That's zero there. to win zero, by the way. Zero to win. Well, it's it's zero to win zero on here, but it's not going to be zero to win zero on my bets. All right. Pixie th- Dust Thursday, what is your official fifth pick for $11 to win 10? I got to be stupid and just take Bama minus six and a half. Yeah. I mean, it just it seems like the best number you're going to get on Bama right now. I'm buying so low on this team. And do you trust Lane Kiffin to Absolutely Bama? not. When I seen it was under a touchdown, I said, this is so, so much bait. This is definitely a good Milo spot for sure. God, and Milrow's coming back. It, yeah. it, it, he kind of got punished. So I feel like yeah. he, like, Saban put him in timeout. Yeah. And I, and Kiffin kind of always overthinks himself when he plays Bama. And I, 
Ole Miss should have lost a Tulane. If Pat was healthy, they'd have lost oh, a Tulane. 100%. Right they would have lost a Tulane. I don't think Ole Miss is that great. You want to talk about Mirage teams? I think I they're a Mirage team. And I, I just LSU's can't see them. them next week. Yeah, and I can't see them beating Bama or even covering against Bama. I mean, a touchdown? Yeah, it, give it to me. Um, again, I don't normally fully give my full endorsement to a college pick. Uh, maybe like five times a year, this is one of them. Uh, I, I completely agree with the analysis. I think Lane Kiffin is, uh, you want to talk about hot garbage, I joke about the Pac-12. Lane Kiffin might be the o- most overrated head football coach in the country. I mean, I'm not joking. Like, he may be the most, o- I don't understand why people keep loving them some Lane Kiffin. Is he a good offensive mind? Sure. Yeah, I'd love him as a coordinator. Yeah, right. To make, make all him the a coordinator. be great. But some of these decisions he makes in games and when to go for it on fourth down and what to do here and what to do there and lets teams continuously back into games that have no right being in a game uh, or even competing with his team because he's always got talent too. I think uh, Nick Saban and the fighting tide are pissed off. Um, and I think that this is a completely perfect spot to buy low on Alabama. I got another hot take for you that may come Go ahead. I think this is Saban's last year. Uh, that's not a hot take. I said that two months ago on oh. television. I, I you really don't watch me. I said, in <laughs> fact, it might have been three months ago. In fact, Garland Gillen retweeted my, my, me saying that Saban's done after this year. I said it in June. I said it again in August. And uh, So that kind of scares me. Does he even care? Oh, he cares. I don't think he knows yet this is his last season. But although I will say that when he walked off the field – like he was soaking wet. I don't know if it was after practice or what it was. I saw him walking off the field the other day, like soaking wet. He just looked like, I can't wait to get the hell out of here. Well, he always looks miserable. I mean, he wins national championship. Yeah, but it was a different kind of miserable for him. I don't know. I'll I, never I, forget the I'm scene even more that. convinced that he's done after this year than I was before the season. So uh, My favorite picture of him is him getting doused with Gatorade and that mad. Oh, yeah, pissed as off. As mad yeah. as you could be, and he just won a national championship. Love it. Love it. <laughs> All right, well, I fully endorse the pick. I think Alabama is going to smoke Ole Miss. And when I say smoke, I mean by at least two touchdowns. I think that's an easy one. I will. I say I don't bet a lot of college football. I will bet on that game. Um, my last pick is, man, this one's tough. I didn't, I, I went through this, and I know people are going to, like, tell me, my, my son's going to love to tell me how crazy I am with this pick because he loves him some Tua. I mean, two is like my. He sends me a text, and I'm going to start having a segment on this podcast, knowing things my dumbass son says. <laughs> okay, and so I'm going to have to start having that segment. And one one of the segments, one of the things he said last week, among the the multiple, really, he thinks Belichick's an a, an awful football coach. By the way, he doesn't know jack about offense, and he's just a terrible football coach. Bill Belichick. He, he really, really? Said that. Yeah. yeah. But his other hot take was. That my, I, he said, and I told you, and it started with, I told you, the Dolphins have the best offense in the NFL, hands down. Hands down, they have the best hands offense. Hands down, best offense. Yeah. Well, guess what? The best offense in the NFL, they might lose this week. I'm not going to go as far to take the money line, but I am $11 to win 10. Denver plus 6.5 over Miami. I, that's 6.5. Whenever someone sees 6.5, like drunk Joe or Aunt Mabel sees 6.5, they love to take the favorite because they don't have to give that extra half a point and they think they're winning, like, free money. Like I did with I, Bama? Yeah, I think Sean Payton is going to have this team super focused. Look, don't get me wrong. I think Russell Wilson is done, done 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 okay? That dude, and, I don't think he cares at all. I uh, know, like, and, and I don't know what's going to happen there. Something's going to have to happen. Uh, Sean Payton's going to find a way to get rid of him, and at some point he's going to feign an injury or whatever, and Jared Stidham's going to be the quarterback. But that being said, I think the Broncos, I'm not 100% sure they're going to win, but I love them getting six and a half here because I think this is going to be a dog fight and Peyton is going to have them fighting to the end. I don't like Tua. I wouldn't play Tua in any kind of DFS or anything this week because I think this is going to be a lower scoring game and I think the Broncos are going to be able to punch them in the mouth enough to keep it close. Yeah, I could see that too. And I hate... He wants to talk about Belichick being a terrible coach. I hate playing anybody that's Belichick have played the week before. Yeah, he, he's then showed the blueprint on how to stop the team. 
And he's also been very super physical against them. We don't know if Jalen Waddle, as we record this, is going to play or not. Yeah. So Jalen Waddle out. If he's out, I mean, he, you just stop Tyreek. You know, yep. who else they got? Well, I mean, and that's easier said than done. Right, right. But you don't have to stop him. You just have to hold him from not having a hundred yards. Not get 200 yards. yards. Yeah, exactly. So, anyway, that's where I am this week. We, it's interesting. We both have a six-and-a-half spread in our in our 11 Yeah, because six-and-a-halfs don't come around often. They really don't. They try to stay away from this. And I, I know mean, a lot. Bama, Bama's going to be seven. It's seven in a lot of places, but Caesar has it a six-and-a-half right now. I also think that Denver may be plus seven before the weekend, too. So, if you like that pick with me, you might want to wait to bet, bet it. The other ones, I'd go ahead and jump on them. You're getting some bargains. Uncle Big Nick, how are you feeling about this week? I feel really good about this week. I'm going to be yeah. mad. I'm thinking about it now. I'll be mad come next week because I probably should have put rice on now that I'm yeah. talking about rice. Instead of Tampa Bay Philly? No, I hope I, that's some one. I, if I go one and four, I hope it's that one. I, I hope you go four and one. <laughs> no, I, <don't> <laughs> I hope it's that one. So we'll find out. I'm Head so, on. I can't wait. I, I don't know if it's ever going to happen. I mean, I, I'm ready for the game tonight. I can't wait to watch my team play tonight. But why do we always have the Giants or the Jets on the standalone games? Dun, why? Dun, 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 dun. Because it's the Big Apple, baby. As bad as they stay. They're so terrible, though. I don't see. They, I don't agree with you. I don't. I, st- I don't think the Jets are terrible. They have been terrible. They, well, they played like they won week one. They beat the vaunted best quarterback in the history of football, Josh Allen. Oh wait, now it's Tua. Now he yeah. he, he actually wore his Tua jersey last week to the draft. He yeah. wore it to the draft. Oh, he wore it to the draft. He wore it to yeah. something else last week. I, and I didn't even comment on him on it. He's loving him Tua right now. He he's going from Josh Allen to Tua. That's where we are. Right. Does now. wearing a Tua jersey give you brain damage? Because he might have brain damage. <laughs> I never thought about that. I mean. Say. That's a good you point. You got to go at him with that one. Have to bring it up, for sure. We'll have more to say about this next week, I'm sure. Well, let me ask you a question about the Giants. You said the Jets and Giants ain't been that bad, okay? I didn't say the who Giants is... haven't been that bad. Okay, Giants well, who's suck. been since 2015, who has been better? Jacksonville or the Giants or the Jets? Woo! Well, I don't that's a tough one. You know how many standalone uh, games Jacksonville has I can't, had I can't, say, I can't say it's the Giants because because until Brian Dable had a great season last year, I mean they were they were shocked everybody last year. Except they were pretty much what I predicted them to be. I'm yeah. not trying to toot my own horn. Uh, you Why know you how much stop I, now? I don't I don't know. I shouldn't stop now. I mean I'm eight and two. In case you forgot, I'm saying it as many times as I can before I go. I have a one and four week, and yeah. I can no longer say that. Um, I, I I guess Jacksonville. Jacksonville has had zero, zero point zero Sunday night football games since twenty fifteen. Yeah, but that doesn't matter. They're not a they're not a primetime market. No one cares about Jacksonville. People gonna will watch Trevor Lawrence more than they watch Daniel Jones. Mm, I beg to differ. I think you're wrong. I think you're wrong. I mean, you and I would. But that doesn't mean average Joe would because they watch the Big Apple markets. No one cares about Jackson. They're like the 42nd largest market in the country or something along those lines. I thought people even, loved like small Even New Orleans markets. is a bigger market than them. No? I, I mean, they like only the like the Saints this week. Oh, Lord. Me too. That's another show. <laughs> All right, Uncle Big Nick. We'll talk to you next week. All right, bud. Yeah, I don't know why we went that long. I just... Just happened, and I'm I'm really trying to cut down the length of this show, especially when it's not you know like Larry and I can talk for we're, we're doing multiple previews we're doing Saints we're doing the NFL that might be a little bit longer but just in general I mean this show needs to be half an hour tops like total and here we are about to hit the fifty minute mark so see I pay attention to how long the show is but. I guess it doesn't bother most of you because I'm getting like people that listen to this show. I just tell you that for the most part, listen to anywhere between 70 to 85% of the show. So maybe that means I need to cut 15 to 20% out of it. See how quick I did that? Whatever. I don't do math, boys and girls, unless I'm using an Excel spreadsheet. Then I add up my winnings and tell you how much I won, how much we won. 
because you're going to listen. By God, right? All right. Time to close it out. A reminder, again, um, buy you bets this afternoon if you're still listening here before 4 o'clock on Thursday. Um, uh, Thomas Casali, who is our new sports betting director at bet.nola.com, is now going to be on with me on Thursdays. Spencer Urquhart will still be on with me on Monday afternoons. But Thomas is going to be on with me. And Thomas is a New York guy. So I like the fact that we're going to have someone making picks who is not – he has no southeastern bias whatsoever. He has no bias uh, for the Saints, LSU Tulane. He doesn't – he's not personally invested whatsoever, at least not yet. Um, So when we talk about those teams and give our previews, he can give it from a completely unbiased point of view. That's what we need, by God. Because sometimes, I mean, look, even if you're biased, I mean, you can get, be overly negative, overly critical about a team that you're attached to, I guess. And then I've said this a thousand times. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Of course, I mean, we're supposed to detach ourselves from the teams that we cover. But we're human. No one does, like, literally, no one does that. Anyone who tells you that they can completely detach themselves from the team they cover. I'm sure if I was hired tomorrow and given this wealth of money to go cover the Seattle Seahawks, that at some point in the near future, I would be emotionally attached to the Seattle Seahawks and probably humanly hope they win. I mean, that's just human nature. I mean, even teams I completely dislike, I'm sure it's if I went and covered... Lane Kiffin in Ole Miss, although he'd come back to the show and find out that I think he's an awful coach. But if I were to cover Ole Miss, I'm sure at some, I'm not sure, but I'm pretty sure at some point, that it's hard to believe, but probably at some point I would probably come to root for Ole Miss and hope they win because winning makes for better stories more times than not. That's just who we are. So Thomas Casali here, my long-winded explanation of having our new sports betting director on Bayou Bets, I think is a good thing. Because he can tell us what he thinks about the Saints, LSU, and Tulane from a completely unbiased point of view. That is coming up 4 o'clock on all of our Bayou Bets, uh, not Bayou Bets, our bet.nola.com and nola.com social media stations. We'll have our Big Buck segment along with Thomas and myself. We'll also have Spencer Urquhart and Gabe Henderson. And we'll tell you how they did last week, how I did last week, how everybody did, and then our best bets of the week. So don't miss that. And then tomorrow morning, Friday morning, on all these same dat channels, Datitude episode number 170 will be with Larry Holder as we talk about the Saints Packers and give you some of our viewing guidelines to watch over the weekend. And then I'll make him, I'll force Larry to make a couple picks. He does it. I mean, he puts it in the athletic anyway. So he'll make a couple picks uh, as well. That's all coming tomorrow. And then we have a great weekend of football. And in case anyone's interested, Shaw Bonneville is the game I'll be doing play-by-play for Varsity Sports now. It is an incredibly packed week weekend, and it starts today. It's a four-day weekend here at bet.nola.com. We are glad you have come along for the ride. This is Datitude. I'm Jim Derry. We're going to say goodbye, and we'll see you in a little while. Peace and love, my friends. That's the way you do it. Play the guitar on the MTV. That ain't working.